It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. <coughs> Hello, welcome to Life. I'm James Cooley. You know, and uh, I tell you, uh, we got an absolutely fantastic show tonight, and uh, I, I, I can't wait to get this thing started. Noah, man, this is it's it's going. We got Myrna, Myrna back, Myrna Clayton. Mm-hmm. Oh man! But uh, before I even start uh, the show, man, no, I've been waiting on this all week. Guess what? It's hot. Hey, man, you know I've been practicing that, man. (laughs) You always practice it, I think, every Thursday all the way up to the following Tuesday. Oh, man, it's hump day, man. And, uh, you know, it's just so uh, wonderful with hump day because half of the week is over, especially by the time they get to my show. You know, so, you know, 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time in in, in San Diego. But, you know... um, I'm in Atlanta, GA, and it's kind of like 10 o'clock here, but uh, it is absolutely wonderful, uh, and uh, it's just an absolute pleasure having Myrna on the show. But no, before we get off, what, what have you been doing all day, man? I ain't talked to you. I ain't communicated with you. What you been doing? Uh, producing about eight, nine other radio shows and uh, <laughs> flying off the seat of my pants uh, with great fervor, so it's been uh, very exciting. <laughs> uh, like I was telling Myrna, earlier i was saying if if noel is producing the show and i'm telling d-man the same thing whatever you're doing i mean well you put if you're behind it i mean you give it like a one million percent and so they are in great hands uh with with you so you know so how you doing out there michelle what hey i'm doing i'm doing great great. Uh, noel you can appreciate this you know, You're gonna appreciate this, Noah. But I've been watching on Disney Plus the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Amazing. Oh yes, great show, great show, love it. Yes, yes, Marvel, Marvel comic books brought to life. Disney Plus, go watch it. So, and I got my main man, D Man, here. How you doing, D Man? I'm doing great, guys. I'm happy to be on the show again tonight. You know, I tell you what, sure you know, everything is well. I tell you, a D-Man took me to uh, Ted Turner's uh, uh, Montana Grill. Uh, I mean, actually, we just got back maybe about an hour right before the show. And uh, we had a fantastic meal. He introduced me to, what was that, D-Man? Uh, bison short ribs. Uh, bison short ribs, man. And uh, You saved time. some for me, and you're FedExing it overnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm going to send you some of that, man, and... Uh, not just that, man, but uh, we met uh, some fantastic folks there, and uh, I want to give them a shout-out, man. I mean, I, I think I done met some new best friends, man. You know, so I, I want to uh, give a, a shout-out to Chad M., uh, 
Sonia, I tell you what, Sonia was uh, uh with uh, these three guys, and you know, by Sonia being that, she kind of made them look good. and we had zach there and uh we also had aaron and uh we had a great time but um we also had this uh the guy we ran into called what david 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 hey man we just had such a wonderful time and uh we was on the clock trying to get back here to get this show started because just like i said we got the fantastic runner clayton here and uh I'm not ready to get this thing started. So, uh, Michelle, can uh, you tell our audience, listen to the audience, what's the purpose of the show? Well, the, first of all, the title of the show tonight is Myrna Clayton, America's Songbird Making a Difference. And the purpose of the show today is to discuss America's songbird, Myrna Clayton's musical career, discuss her upcoming musical performances and events, her nonprofit organization show ability and discuss the various events programs that her nonprofit is currently involved in. Wow. Can uh, you uh, uh, introduce this great guest to our listening audience? Yes. Audiences around the world get up to dance when America's songbird Myrna Clayton sings. Whether performing in the United States or abroad, her performances are simply unforgettable, leaving audiences mesmerized by her soul-filled, jazzy style. Alabama-born and Atlanta-raised, Myrna, as a solo artist, has performed in France, Germany, Nigeria, and Russia. She and her band, the Myrna Clayton Experience, were selected to represent American music abroad by the U.S. State Department. They have now performed at U.S. embassies worldwide, including Eastern Europe, Southwest Africa, and Central America, to foster cultural exchange. Myrna is now recognized as a cultural ambassador. Dear to Myrna's heart is advocacy for the musically underserved and underrepresented. Myrna started showability for artists and audiences on the disability spectrum to highlight their unique talents and abilities so as to help change the stigma narrative. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents America's songbird, Myrna Clayton. Wow. America's songbird. Hey, hey Noah, uh, before we even bring it on, do we have anything queued up for uh, just a listening audience, just to, just to tease them a little bit? Do we have anything queued up? Don't have to follow the crowd You are beautiful Really, really make me proud You are beautiful Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Hey, thanks, Noah, man. I was getting ready. I almost was hypnotized on that one, man. <laughs> hey, Myrna, welcome to the show. Welcome Thank to the you. show. How are you doing today? I am fabulous today, actually. Have anybody told you today that you are beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> no, so thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's always an absolute pleasure having you on thank the show. Thank you. Thank you, you know, for having me. Come on. Come on now. I mean, uh, I tell you, my producer, anytime my producer says, hey, JC, we, we got to get her back on. And not just that, but I want her on my show, too. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, That's awesome. Oh, so, Myrna, can you... Uh, Tell our listening audience, I know uh, you was on a while back. Can you tell them a little bit about you, where you grew up, and what you do? Okay. Um, well, I am originally from Alabama and um, grew up here in Atlanta, um, product of the public school system of Atlanta, um, and um, originally played piano and flute uh, growing up. 
I play, matter of fact, I played fr- flute from sixth grade on through college. I was on a music oh, wow. scholarship and an academic scholarship. So um, I played music all my life, was exposed to jazz um, and gospel. My father was a minister, my mom, librarian, archivist. My father was also a, a college professor. Um, and so just kind of around academia. And, um, and so after graduating from college at Alabama A&M University, um, I went and got my MBA. Um, concentrating in marketing and started working on the corporate track and realized that uh, I did not want to be there, um, that my ladder of success that I was climbing was on the wrong wall and I needed to move it. And so I took a drastic shift in career and income (laughs) (laughs) and um, uh, went into, into music. And so that's what I've been doing and um, since then have had the wonderful pleasure of just following my passion and being blessed by God to um, do what I love to do for a living. And I encourage everybody to follow your passion and do what you love to do and what you're gifted to do for a living. Your gift will make room for you. Did you always uh, wanted to do music? Did you always have, I'm talking about from the beginning the love of music because you do it extremely well thank you you know I always I grew up singing in church and so I always sang there and I and had every expectation of, of uh, singing there but my brother um, had a band and so I thought I was going to join my brother's band until they uh, kind of went defunct <laughs> so <laughs> my dream was to be in his band um, and but when his band um, did not continue then I had to start my own band um, and so that's what I did and, and haven't looked back. And so I'm very grateful um, to be able to um, have the opportunity to perform and sing. And so continue to sing in church whenever possible. Um, as a matter of fact, I love to sing in um, theaters, festivals and churches. Wow. You know, so uh, love your music. And Thank you. I, I tell you, listen, audience, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's one 1170 Noah, can you take us out uh, with a little learner music? And we're going to take a break and we're going to come back. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. 
You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and I tell you, uh, I just, it's exciting. First of all, we talked about that this hump day is Wednesday, and we got uh, Myrna Clayton in here, and, and Noah, you just played some uh, samples of a couple of her songs, man, and uh, it's still dingling in my head. Yeah, such a sweet voice. You want to relax and unwind, That's you got to listen to Myrna. That's the way to do it. You, you, you have to, man, and uh, I tell you, uh, she got a lot of great things coming around. Uh, She's going to talk a little bit later about a new album that might be coming out in October, I believe. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about all of those things, man, but it's an absolute pleasure having her here. And uh, I think uh, the guy that introduced to me to her is on the phone. It's, do we have Sweet Lou on the phone? Sweet Lou is on the phone. How you Sweet doing, Lou, man? how you doing, man? Hey, what's going on? How y'all doing, man? Sounds like y'all having a good time. <laughs> man, we having a great time, Lou. And uh, not just that, but, you know, uh, we having a great time. Man, you introduced me to a lot of fantastic uh, jazz artists, in, 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 including this great lady that's here today. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had to. Uh, I've known Myrna a long time, and um, there's some people that you need to put in front of people so people recognize what they're capable of doing and uh-huh. she is always one of those people everybody needs to listen to and follow the career of that young lady that's sitting in your uh, studio right now oh thank you <laughs> hey man I, I i i man i'm a fan just i'm a fan of all you guys you already know that Lou. uh and uh every time you you keep introducing me to these great folks keep them coming lou keep them coming oh and and and, and by the way uh, uh listener audience uh sweet lou will be here in studio with us tomorrow <laughs> you know so uh, hey you know so uh hey man uh thanks so much my friend looking forward to seeing you tomorrow thank you absolutely but can i ask you a question of Myrna? absolutely I'm, I'm really absolutely okay. so Myrna. I'm touring as extensively as you have. I've, you know, I've been following your career for a long time, but my question is, when you're overseas, you, you're received a particular way because that's the way it's done. How do you deal with the difference in audience reception and audience size when you're performing here in the United States as if, as opposed to performing anywhere outside of the United States. I'll give you a minute to talk to that. Um, first of all, um, 
you, I'm certain you and many American artists um, know that we sort of take um, talent for granted in America um, yeah. and abroad because um, they don't get the opportunity to have uh, the the type of orientation that we have. I mean, there's nothing like American music. Uh, the the influences of um, um, African culture and um, um, American culture, uh, Native American culture, all of this kind of, you know, mixed in um, sort of a hybrid situation. So because of that, um, we go over and and bring that level of um, entertainment, that level of culture, and and also that level of carefreeness, of which is, is very much so described in jazz. Um, and so they feel that and, and they receive that um, um, and, and it's, it's very, they, it's very well received. they um, very receptive, as you already know. And again, over in America, or, um, we, how do I say, again, we take it for granted. And so, um, jazz especially, um, is taken for granted. It's perceived as our grandparents' music. We're over there. You've got kids that are, uh, learning, um, in the, you know, elementary school and, and middle school and high school trying to understand the, the, the flavor and the vibe and, and how, how to, how to improvise because it's all about improvisation within jazz. And so, um, they're, they're, they, they don't, they don't get that. And so they, 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 they crave that. And our young people are, are, are into other things. And so, um, it's, it's very much so, I think, um, because of the lack of exposure, um, or, or lack of access, I put it that way, ready access. Um, and they also hear our music on the radio there that, that doesn't necessarily get heard over here. And so um, I don't know if that's been your experience, but certainly um, the response that I get from audiences over there um, and those audiences when I'm performing, with the exception of when I was in Namibia, um, were predominantly white. Let me not even say predominantly, we're all white. <laughs> <laughs> all white, 100%. And non-English speaking. Let's be clear about that, too. They, you know, in Russia, they spoke Russian. In, in yeah. Eastern Europe, they spoke whatever language that was their, uh, the dominant language of their country. Um, and so, um, they, they were, in, they were listening to music through interpretation and understanding the vibe of the universal language of music. And they were feeling the energy and feeling the love. And they understood that, um, even though they could not understand necessarily the words that we were saying. Oh, beautiful, beautiful! Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, you mentioned through interpretation. What what did what do you, do you exactly mean by that? Um, well, because they don't speak the language. Um, sometimes I had a translator there with me interpreting, and other times um, I would actually solicit the support of those who in the audience spoke English and said, "Hey, your neighbor doesn't understand what I'm saying. Tell him." So, so I was trying to. Co- you know, um, create community in the audience, you know, there. And then, of course, um, as I introduce uh, the song, What a Wonderful World, I always introduce it, no matter what country. That one song is the song that I've sung in every country. And as I introduce it, I explain that we're more alike than we're different. When I smile, it looks like your smile. When I frown, it looks like your frown. When you cut me, I bleed red, just like you. And so... I'm smiling and they're smiling. And then when I start, they, when I frown and they get, they start giggling and laughing because they understand, okay, we have some things that are alike. And so it's, it's that interpretation of, of, you know, what do they say? 70% of um, communication is nonverbal. And so, okay, let's communicate in ways that don't require language, does not require words. And that's why music is so wonderful because a C note is a C note everywhere in the country. And so we can, you know, and so this is the key. And so we can play together. 
as a matter of fact, if you have time, I have a funny story of me in Russia. Um, I was with a band and no one in the band spoke English. My translator was in the audience. And so the, the drummer, who was the band leader, wanted to change and change the order of the song because he saw the audience dancing and so we were going to change. Well, neither one of us could talk. We couldn't connect. And so I was talking to my translator saying, come up here. And she was afraid to get on stage. So it was like, no, 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 no. And so we just started laughing because we could not communicate you know, on on stage because we didn't speak the same language. Musically, we were jamming, we were having right. a great time, but but we couldn't talk. And so, one thing that led from that is my writer now says at least one band member must speak English okay. because if we want to make a change, you know, we have to be able to communicate, you know, in that way. So, so the translation is we have you know that ability to communicate, and again. 70% of language is nonverbal, and so the ability to communicate spiritually, the ability to communicate, you know, with your smiles, with your grace, with your love, that stretches the, the commonality of we're talking about family, we're talking about children, all that's similar. And so let's connect on that level, and so that's what it's about. Oh, wow. That's great. Marna, can you tell us about the event you are performing at on um, Saturday, August 13th? Yeah, um, that's, it's going to be the, um, here in Atlanta, it's the, um, West End, um, neighborhood, West End Music Festival that's happening and it's, uh, featuring, um, four Atlanta based, uh, performers of which I'm one. Um, Grits and Jelly Butter is another, uh, then me, then Gary Harris, and then Kebby Williams. Um, and it's going to be great. It's, it's a free concert for the community uh, to come out, and we're excited about that. It's going to be at the Wren's Nest, which is a historic um, home where Bro Rabbit and those guys are, uh, are known about. Um, and, um, and so it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful um, event. We're excited about it. Uh, yeah. It sounds exciting. Um, Myrna, on September 15th, the Rialto Theater is releasing their live recording of you and your band. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? I sure can. Uh, the Rialto Theater is a, is a, is a historic theater in um, Atlanta that's now owned by Georgia State University. And we recorded there uh, last month um, live. And it's going to be aired September 15th. Yeah, September 15th, on Wednesday, September 15th, um, virtually. Um, and it's through their Feed Your Senses program. And it's a program that they do monthly uh, where they feature artists and it's, and it's provided virtually, obviously free, uh, for anyone that wants to watch. And so I encourage people to come out and, and check us out. It's going to be a great concert. I, I did everything from, uh, we started with, uh, with me doing Al Jarreau's Morning. Because uh, they are mostly cover tunes, with the exception of my song uh, "You Are You Are Beautiful," and so it's it's everything from there to doing Route 66 to um, doing more contemporary things like uh, Mesa Leak's version of "Earth Wind and Fires" or "Keep Your Head to the Sky." Um, so it's a it's a great 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 show. I even do L, um, my favorite singer um, Nancy Wilson's "Guess Who I Saw Today," and I do my version of that, but. <laughs> Yeah. You have to watch it to see my story. Oh, oh well, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to do that. You know, we're going to take a station break, but uh, I tell you, Noah, we're going to take us out with a little bit more music. But uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 1170 Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Uh, it's your life. I'm James. We'll be back shortly after the break with Myrna Clay. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host. Sick of being tired I gotta change my mind You know what, Noah, man, uh, sometimes we all have to change, man. There's no way around it. (laughs) Sometimes we we start off, we're on the wrong path, and we are doing crazy things or thinking crazy, and and life hits us. And uh, uh, I don't know about uh, uh, our listening audience, a lot of them, but I, I, I put all my faith and confidence in the Lord, and um, he let you know when change is required, <laughs> you know. So I, I think we, we kind of uh, mis, uh, misdated uh, Myrna's performance uh, this Saturday. Oh, when is it? It's, it's Saturday. Myrna? Saturday, uh, the 14th, August 14th, and we're at the Wren's Nest in West End, Atlanta, um, which is 1050 Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard in Atlanta, 30310. Um, but it's the Wren's Nest um, in West End, Atlanta. And if you are in Atlanta, you want to go and check this great young lady out. I tell you, you, you done heard uh, three of her songs already, bits and pieces of it. But can you imagine actually there in a live concert? Live and living <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
yourself. Oh, it's off the chain live. And I uh, know well, I, I wish I was going to be here to uh, go check that out, but uh, you know. It'd be nice if we were all going to that show together, man. Sounds like it's going to be a great time. It is going to be a great time. It's going to be a great time. And I listen to the audience. If you want to be part of this great conversation that we're having right now, that's 1 888 1170. Again, that's 1 888 1170. So, Mirna, we played some of your music. You know, we're all really excited you got this show coming up. I know that there's also excitement around your third single that you're going to be releasing later next month. Yes. So can you tell us about the song, why you chose that particular one, too? Like, what's what's special about it? You know, um, first of all, Noah, I've decided to release singles because right now that's the way to release music um, uh, for um, artists that are independent. And so... Um, this particular song is, 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 is meaningful to a number of people and it's been covered by lots and lots and lots and lots of people. Um, and it's Precious Lord Take My Hand, which is the song that was written by the father of gospel music, Thomas Dorsey, who was the keyboardist for Ma Rainey. Um, and so, um, but made famous by, um, Mahalia Jackson. And so the history of the song is so powerful, um, that, um, I wanted to touch people in the in the space of it being a familiar tune, um, but do it in a more jazzy kind of way, which is uh, the way I do things. And so um, I'm um, going to be releasing that um, um, in in uh, on next in next month, which is October, no September, late September, early October. And I'm excited about that um, when we're going to be releasing it because um, it's been sort of sitting there waiting for the right time, and uh, now's the right time. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Are you going to give people a little bit of a preview at your at your concert coming up? Um, no, it's it's no, it's like it's only going to be released when it's time. And so, um, when I get an opportunity to be on your show, then I'll release it on your show. Oh, very wow. nice, very nice. Speaking of my show, <laughs> we're actually going to be having her on to talk about showability when she comes on across the county a little bit later on. So tell us about that right now, in case the listening audience hasn't heard about that, if they missed the last time you were on James' show. What is Showability Nonprofit, and what do you do with this tremendous organization? Thank you. Um, showability, um, which is formerly able to, is a nonprofit organization that really promotes the abilities, capabilities um, of talented performers um, on the disability spectrum. And um, and I tell people all the time, this is not a kumbaya kind of a thing. These are very talented and excellent performers. Anyone that would be on stage is, uh, we want to give people the platform to be able to showcase their talent. Um, and that's whether they're singers or dancers, actors, comedians, um, musicians. Um, it's all about promoting the talents of persons on the disability spectrum. And unfortunately, because... Um, we as in the general population have not been taught to engage with this population. We tend to feel um, uncomfortable and, and so we want to present an opportunity to showcase them um, and show that they are very talented. Um, and, um, and so our organization does a number of things. One, we showcase the talent. Two, we also have an, what's called an inclusive chorus that's made up of singers with and without disabilities. Um, and we also have, um, uh, we go into elementary schools um, so that we can teach young people um, through meeting professionals with the, on, dis, um, on the disability spectrum um, to, to learn to engage with, with them. And, and it's not like uh, these are just 
kind of I'm, I'm referring to them as them like they're like like some special situation these are human beings like all of us and it's just a matter of they happen to have a disability that does not mean that they're not capable and not able and so that's what it's about and it's using music and art and, as the platform to to showcase their abilities um, as an organization our north star is to be for the arts and entertainment industry what the Paralympics and the Special Olympics are in the sports industry. And that kind of breaks it down for people to say, oh, yeah, because we know Paralympics and we see talent and excellence in the Paralympics and the Special Olympics, and that's what we want to be um, um, as, an, as a nonprofit. And so that's what we do. I think that's a great parallel that you just pointed about the you know, the, the Paralympics. They're, that's such a tremendous job that they've done over the years, and so I think people can really see now what showability is, is all about. Absolutely, yes. And so we're excited about um, that and expanding. As a matter of fact, we're doing a lot in, in the Atlanta area about just expanding accessibility in terms of in theaters um, and churches and bringing the awareness of this viable population because it's really the largest minority population in the country. And again, we don't see it as that because we just don't know. It's sort of a population that's hidden in plain view. Mirna, what's your nonprofit doing during uh, doing? Excuse me, if I can speak correctly, during National Disability Employment Awareness Month. I know you guys are probably tied into that somehow. Thank you for asking. Woohoo! Yes, uh, we're actually leading into that starting this month. Every month, um, the last Sunday of every month at four o'clock, we have a um, virtual inclusive arts masterclass. And so, for August. September and October leading into uh, National Disability Employment Awareness Month, we've got some great things going on. Um, Ricky McKinney, who is one of the blind boys of Alabama, uh, five-time Grammy Award winner, um, is going to be talking about what it's like to be a touring artist um, with um, on the disability spectrum. And then in September, we have Elizabeth Lab Webb, who is an actor, and she's going to be talking about what it takes to be uh, to you know to win to win auditions um, as an actor, um, and then. In um, October, we have uh, one of the counselors who were actually one of the counselors at Camp Gen Ed, which the movie um, Crip Camp is about. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but it won a, uh, it's on net, it was, it's been on Netflix and it won um, a Sundance Film Festival um, award and now it's on Hulu and it's a great documentary about um, um, a group of, um, no, a group of uh, campers which ultimately led to the 504 being passed and then ADA being passed into law. And it's fabulous, it's fabulous. If you get a chance to watch the, the documentary, it's called Crip Camp. And so anyone, the camp, one of the camp counselors is based here in Atlanta. And so he's going to be talking about um, the inclusion uh, part of activism and advocacy, that it takes everybody, not just the disability community, but those who are, who are in the general population to advocate with the disability community. And so um, it's going to be a great lead-in. And at the end of the day, the net result is wanting people to be employed. And, and so in all of those spaces, we're talking about employing actors and artists, we're talking about um, having people employed that are on the disability spectrum. Um, and so it's about bringing awareness, again, to the capabilities and the talents of persons um, with a disability. So glad you guys do that. Thank you. Me too. Myrna, how has your nonprofit organization inspired you as well as others? I'm sorry, say that again? How has your nonprofit organization inspired you as well as others? Oh, wow. Um, it's inspired me, um, I'll speak to me first and then, than others, um, because I say that we're more alike than we're different, just like, well, um, it's about valuing differences. 
and embracing the similarities. Um, when you see someone who's different and you can value that person and who they are and what they're capable of doing, um, then it starts opening your um, um, assessment and association with everybody. Um, if you can value a person uh, with a disability, you can also value someone from another country, another culture, uh, another race. Um, you can just value, it starts valuing differences. And to me, that's so huge of an opportunity to, to see that. And then you start seeing, oh, we're so much alike. We're so very much alike. And so it's very much so inspired me. And to see those artists, um, in spite of their limitations, be able to get on stage and, um, and push past, um, the, 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 the weirdness within the general population. <laughs> Cause we can, we can be not nice. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, we can look side eye at somebody or, or, or go the other way because that makes us uncomfortable. And, um, and so, um, it's very much so inspiring to me, um, to, to be a part of this, this effort to change the, the negative stigma narrative within this population. Wow. That is so great of uh, what your organization is doing. Thank you. We're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back and continue to talk to this great lady. Noah, can you take us out with some more music? You're a diamond, a rare pearl. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. By the sun, you are the one chosen. Wow. I mean, music is so wonderful, so soothing. And I tell you, I can listen to that all day long. And if you want to be part of this conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's one 888 
844-1170. Vernon, we're having so much fun uh, uh, with you and uh, your, your organization. It's just absolutely, what, how do you just explain that? It's so wonderful. And uh, I want to say uh, it takes everybody working together it does. in order to uh, really make this work as it should be. It does. It does. And, and, um, so thank you. It's, it's, it's very much so. And, um, I recognize that it's bigger than me. It's much bigger than me. Um, and, and I'm, I'm really at a point now where I'm ready to get out of the way so that it can grow into what it needs to be. Um, and so, um, it's, it's necessary for all of us to do our part. If, if someone has a vision, go ahead and get started. No matter how small it is, just get started because the opportunity is there. And yes, it will outgrow you. And that's what it's supposed to do. You're not supposed to keep it held down, held down just for you. Get out the way. Let it grow. Absolutely. You know, so. Myrner, if you could start a movement that would bring the most amount of good to the most amount of people, what type of movement would that be? Oh, my gosh. Um, you're asking some hard questions, Michelle. <laughs> just, just saying. What kind of movement? Um, it would be a movement to value differences and, and embrace similarities because all of what I do is about that, whether that be cultural exchange or whether that be dealing with the disability community. It's recognizing that we're all different and unique, and we should, we should value that. And then at the same time, recognize that we all have a lot of similarities. And if we can do that, then we can find, it, it, it's very musical at that point. We can find harmony. We can find blending. It's kind of like an orchestra. I don't need a flute player to play what the drum is supposed to play. I need the drum to be great and excellent as a drummer. I need the tuba to be great as a tuba. You know, and so I don't need a tuba to try to be a flute. You know what I mean? So if we can all recognize and value our differences, and then recognize that we're we're all instruments, and then we're so that's the similarity that's there. And then don't try to overpower, don't try to be something that you're not. Be you, and value that. And so that would be the movement that I would be just I would I would want people to be able to work together harmoniously, um, so that we as a people, um, humankind, can come together and 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 have peace, you know, and not war. Napoleon Hill said. Um, in his book, The Law of Success, those who don't want peace profit from war. And that's so heavy to me because if you don't want people to get along, then you're benefiting some kind of way from the dissension, you know? Um, and so that, that just kind of speaks volumes. And so whenever I go abroad and I say that we're more like, can we have peace and not war? The citizens are applauding. Because they themselves, they don't want war. Who wants war? We want to get along. And so we can find a way, um, to be, you know, get along and, 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 and value the differences. I mean, I mean, even in, a, even in America. Okay. Atlanta's not like Dallas. Dallas isn't like LA, but thank God, <laughs> you know, it's unique. It gives us some place to go. But at the same time, we're all in America. And we all speak English and we all use dollars and cents. You know what I mean? So look for the similarities. And so to me, that would be the movement where we just kind of value our uniquenesses, value our differences and, and not try to be somebody else. We, I don't need to be another James. I don't need, y'all already exist, Michelle. Y'all, y'all, I don't, I don't need to be you. Y'all don't need to be me. 
But gosh, we have a great time together. <laughs> we have a absolutely wonderful time you know. together. And Napoleon Hill, I think a lot of people need to really delve off into that. Uh, a very great scholar. I call him a scholar because a lot of stuff that he wrote. You know, so, Myrna, you are so uh, well-traveled, accomplished, uh, great person. Um, let me ask you this question, kind of throw you off. I mean, all of these things you already doing them extremely well of a superb artist. What does the word success mean to you? <laughs> success to me means um, being in a place of happiness, bliss, total bliss. Meaning, it's all going well. Success is not determined by financial. You know, it's, I don't have no stress. All my, you know, my bills are paid. And if they're not, I know I'm going to get money to come in to pay the bills. And so it's, it's not stress at all. It's, it's finding that bliss. You know, my, I'm, to, to me, that's success. Success is I'm at a, I'm at a happy place and I'm not, and nobody's trying to interfere with me and I'm not trying to interfere with anybody else. We are, we are at a place of, of happiness. Um, that's, that for me is success. Oh, I love that answer. So, Myrna, what are your upcoming plans for fall of 2021? Um, Fall, I've got a concert coming up um, in addition to the Rialto, which is September 18th. September, uh, I'm sorry, 15th. September 18th, there's another free concert. I'm performing with a big band uh, this time in Lithia Springs, which is a suburb of um, Atlanta um, on the west side. And then um, I'm releasing um, uh, Precious Lord, Take My Hand. Uh, I'm also performing it at, again, at the Rialto in a different situation with a very multicultural, um, band that's led by a guy from East India. Um, and it's called Sangam. And that's going to be November 20th. I'm excited about that because it's folks from East India, America, and we're going to just, that music is, is going to be so hot. Oh my gosh. I'm, most of the time I'm scatting. I'm scatting rhythmically <laughs> with the music. And so you're hearing all these instruments that I've never heard in my life. <laughs> you know, playing some stuff and, and new rhythms that I've never heard before. And so I love cultural exchanges. So I'm doing that. And then, um, I'm also, we're, 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 I'm going to speak this into the atmosphere because my biggest dream is to perform at the Appel Room at the Lincoln Center in New York. That is the beautiful, the most beautiful theater I've ever seen in my life. And so my hope and my dream is to perform there. And so I'm hoping that God opens some doors. Um, um, at, at the Appel Room in New York. You guys have never been to the Appel Room. Please go and Google it so you can see the, the, just the backdrop of the stage overlooks Fifth Avenue. The whole backdrop overlooks Fifth Avenue. And so I envision myself being like the audience. I'm going to be on stage, but I'm going to be looking out, in the, I'm going to be looking out over the street too. I'm going to be singing kind of like, um, what's his name? Miles, Miles Davis with my back to the audience. But I'm going to be, Mirna, I'll I just be looking up outside the Appel Room. Too. Oh my gosh, that's gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah, it is gorgeous. It's beautiful. And so my dream is to perform there. And so I'm speaking that into existence that, 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 that either the end of, of 2021 or the beginning of 2022, Myrna, you're going, you're going to hear me say, I'm there. 
<laughs> I've already seen it. It's going to happen. Well, it seems like, you know, with the busy schedule you have in 2021 and 2022 looks like it's an opportunity for you unless you got more stuff, you know, lined up early in the year for next year. You know what? Um we do have some things lined up, but what I'm what I'm wanting what I'm working on now is to get back abroad. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, um because of COVID and concerns with the vaccine and this that and the other um, and the, let's be clear, the fact that Americans aren't necessarily welcome everywhere because our, our COVID levels are so much higher than many other countries. True. You know, and so where, where we have the audacity to deny people coming here, folks are denying us from going there. That um, is true. And so um, my desire is very much so to be able to travel abroad and to um, to get back to cultural exchange. Another thing that I'm planning for 2022 is to have cultural exchange happening here in Atlanta, because while Atlanta is very culturally diverse, we don't cross pollinate. We and we Americans don't necessarily go to other cultural things here. And so we're at a disadvantage. Other countries know about American culture, but American cult- Americans don't know about other cultures. Culture, right. You know, and so my goal is as a cultural ambassador, because I am that by God's grace. Now with the U.S. State Department, I'm a cultural ambassador. And so I'm looking at exercising that ambassadorship here here locally um, to bring about that cultural exchange and that cultural pollination, cross-pollination of cultures here. And so I'm hoping to be able to do that. I did that in 2019, and, and obviously with 2020, that wasn't possible to continue. But I have a series called the ATL International Artists Series, where I'm featuring international artists that are based here in Atlanta performing their cultural music for for folks here. And so I'm looking to expand that um, because that's just so awesome. There are people that perform here locally, but you don't know that they're from another country right? because they're playing American music. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. You know, uh, I can't wait to you know hear uh, uh, your music as you release it. it is hey, I so want to hear absolutely- Mirna Scat because I absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear it as well. You know, we're down to the last minute of the show. Uh, this, no, man, I, I always hate this, especially when we have a, a superb, fantastic guest. It's no better oh, than so, this. So, so Noah, I'm passing the torch to you. She's going to be on your show real soon. <laughs> she is. I'll <laughs> take that torch. I'm excited, Noah. You know, so, uh, hey, Myrna, I want to thank you so much thank for you. taking time to come on the James Cooley Show. It's your life. You're always welcome thank back. You. And, uh, Next time you come on, we're gonna do the scat. <laughs> yes, there you go. And thank you for being bicoastal. Hello, you, you came to Atlanta, our territory. I told you I was coming. You did. You know, so I like to thank you for taking the time. I like to thank my great co-host Michelle Cooley for Yay. always being, even though she's in in Dallas or Fort Worth right now. I'll be back home soon, baby. I like to thank uh, my great producer Noah. My great producer, Noah Dingley. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for taking the time to listen in nightly. I'd like to thank Charles D. Man Gore. That's my dog. And uh, uh, I tell you, we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message. We'll be back tomorrow with Sweet Lou. Uh, We're going to continue Jazz Week. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. 
This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.